Boom, man. Boom. <laughs> Kent, how David, you doing? I'm good. Welcome to Dudes in Kansas Show. Dudes in Kansas Show. Here we are again. Kent and David coming at you from Wichita, Kansas. Exactly. Buddy, I want to start off doing a little bit of remembering. Okay. My first car was a 1987 Buick Century. Oh, dude. It was the it was the wagon. It was the wagon. Remember the uh, the tonneau cover that was falling? Yep. Had no AC, Houston, Texas. It was a it was a sauna. When it rained, you could not see out the front windshield. It was a boat. It was a boat, but boy, she was a she was a hoopty. Yeah, we cruised in that hoopty. We cruised in that hoopty. And listened to a lot of nice 1980s tunes. So anybody that doesn't know what a hoopty is, hoopty is a decrepit car, one that is often old and damaged. Huh. Nice. So the history of a hoopty, because we have to get down to what is a hoopty so we yeah. can actually describe a hoopty. And then we know which cars we see truly define the hoopty. The hoopty. The history of the hoopty started in the 1930s. By the way, thank you, Wikipedia. Particularly, particularly in the wake of the Great Depression, the market for used cars first started to grow and decrepit cars were often the poor man's form of transportation. Cheap dealers could obtain the cars very little, make aesthetic adjustments, and sell the car for much more. Early hot rodders also purchased the decrepit cars as the basis for racers. And early stock car racing would call banger racing in the United Kingdom and jalopy racing in the United States. Cool fodder is, is a jalopy was an old-style class of stock car racing in America, often raced on dirt ovals. It was originally a beginner class behind midgets, but vehicles became more expensive with time. Jalopy races began in the 1930s and ended in the 1960s. The race car needed to be from around 1941. Interesting. Wow, that's really cool. Exactly. I, I love learning anything new all the time and learning history is always great and that's that's really cool i didn't know any of that i didn't know that's where the hoopty came from so other terminology slang as you might want to call it is hoopty jalopy shed clunker lemon banger bomb beater rust bucket voodoo wreck bucket death trap disaster on wheels rattle trap or just the shit box. And don't forget, piece of shit, P-O-S. Exactly. If I'm forgetting one, please let me know. Add it in the comments down below. So, David, what do you think? Give me a standard that would be for a hoopty. Well, you did a great job of describing one, but if I were to look at a modern hoopty, I would have to say, one, it's... Got to have some age on it. Yep. To me, any of the Geo Geo branded cars that are still on the road, oh yeah, definitely define hoopty sure. in my in my book because most of them have peeling clear coat. Yep. I can't really say a whole lot. The front of my car started peeling. It's uh, you know it's almost ten years old as it is. So that but that peeling clear coat. Uh, if you see duct tape holding any part of the car together, which I've seen plenty of that, if the entire interior is 
uh, junk, you know, just there, there's tons of trash just lying around in the car. Uh, no hubcaps. Um, wow, you're doing a really good job reading off this list. You any kind of it. rust being seen. Um, I'm impressed. I'm just, I drive on the highway to work every day and I see me some hoopties on the way. So I'm thinking about what each one of these looks like and cracked windshield. Oh, yeah. That's where I see a lot of duct tape is on uh, windows on the sides of the doors, holding the window up so it doesn't fall down. Um, I, I can't, I can't think of Chrome. If Chrome was peeling, if it's old enough that it still has any kind of Chrome, it's peeling. Uh, that's where I, that's where I'm at a loss. All right. So if your car meets any of these, one of these following standards, just one. Yeah. Maybe. Well, all right. Let's just say two. Okay. Okay. We'll say maybe meet two of the following standards. You might be in a hoopty. So let's start off here. One, the driver must enter through the passenger side. If you cannot get through the driver door, you're in a hoopty. Yeah, I, I don't think you need two on that one. You mentioned this one, a missing hubcap. Yep. Yeah, yeah but you're probably in a hoopty. Exhaust is hung by a coat hanger. <laughs> Seen that. Seen that. Or there's no exhaust. No or exhaust. it's dragging across the ground, making some sparks. I've seen that, too. You might be in a hoopty. Yep. Backfiring. Boom. You remember Uncle Buck? The yes. movie Uncle Buck. Yes, a great, great movie. Backfiring. Opening the door through an open window. Yep. Yep, you might be in a hoopty. Might be in a hoopty. And actually, you talk about Uncle Buck, the great outdoors. We need to do an episode on the great outdoors. We do. Good. I like it. Glove box will not open. Hoopty. Hoopty. Blinkers do not work. Well, that's unfair to say because we might not. People might not use their blink. So strangely enough, Mary and I were coming back from down south at her parents. We were traveling behind a Corvette. Oh, nice! My favorite car. And the Corvette driver was not using his blinkers. He was using hand signals. On the highway. What? Yeah. Was this a newer vet? It was not a brand new vet, but it wasn't an old. It would look like it was in excellent condition. Wow. I wasn't quite getting it. So he's out there doing like this? He was, yeah, he was doing the whole hand signals on the highway. I was just thinking to myself, man, how the hell are you doing that, man? Why are you doing that? I once had to use hand signals my 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 work truck my older one that I had I drove for like eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blinkers went out on that thing, and so here I am in my truck and my trailer, and I got my window rolled down. And I'm trying to take a left at one of those four way stops, and I got my my hand up, and nobody knows what no, the hell no, you're doing. They're just looking at me like, yeah. what, "What's that retard doing?" I I really believe, truly believe this, that drivers after they reach a certain age. And when they're starting driving, they should have to, like every two years, when you're first driving, every year, you need to go to defensive driving. You need to go and retake the test so that you remember all those important things. And then as you get older, it the span gets larger. And yeah, it'd be a big pain in the butt. But then people would actually know how to drive in the state of Kansas. True. 
And they'll stay out of the left lane when they're trying to go on the speed limit. That's right. Uh, number eight, you might have a hoopty. If you have one foot on the brake and the other foot on the accelerator while the car is running. The accelerator to keep the engine from dying, the brake to keep it from going. That's yep, funny as hell. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to talk about famous hoopties. Okay. In movies. Yeah. I mean, these guys made the hoopty famous. And the most popular one I can think of is from National Lampoons. That was the family trucker. Yep, the shagging wagon. That's right. And that was the 1979 Ford LTD Country Squire station wagon. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, station wagons used to be the the jam, and they really went out of favor. Except for that Country Squire. Yeah, no kidding. Or Clark. (laughs) The next one, who remembers the movie The Big Lebowski? Mm Mm-hmm. He had a Ford Grand Torino, 1973. The Dude Abides. The Dude Abides. The next one was a movie, uh, a recent one in the 2000s, Ace Ventura. He drove a Chevy Monte Carlo, 1972. Nice. Remember he had to hang his head out the window? Mm-hmm. The next one, the Murph Mobile, the AMC Pacer from Wayne's World. I love Wayne's World. Great movie. Great movie. 1976. Oh, here we go, Mr. Uncle Buck. Uh-huh. Man, the Mercury Marquee, 1977. Famous one. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We're all fami- familiar with the, the, the Ferrari. Yes. But it's not. It's Cam- his buddy, Cameron Fry. When he tries to go visit his buddy, uh-huh. uh, he gets into a 1979 Alfa Romeo sports sedan. An all Alpha Romeo. Oh, excuse me. You're right. Sorry about that. No, hey, thank you. Alpha Romeo. Wow, I didn't know that. And this one is, uh, you know, comes back from one of those uh, movies that are kind of just goofy. Joe Dirt. Mm-hmm. The 1969 Dodge Charger Daytona. Wow. Yeah. You notice all those are from the 70s. I did notice those were all 1970s vehicles. So, which at the time of those movies would come out, they'd been a hoopty. So I want to talk about hoopties in the 80s. Okay. Because I love the 80s. Yep. Who doesn't love the 80s? And the 80s had some of the worst cars known to man. They were going through all those government regulations with the you know, EPA, gas, exhaust. Yep. yep. They were all ugly as sin for and the rust, most part. Rust buckets too. Yep. So not much came out of there, but here's a couple of fun ones. And please... In this audience, let us know if I don't mention one, because I want to I want to hear what car you had that was a hoopty in the 80s. Mm-hmm. How about the 1984 Chevy Citation? <laughs> I love the name Citation. You got to imagine they, they got stopped by a lot of cops. The 1980 Yuga? Yugo? Ugh, it's a terrible name. The 1981 Cadillac Fleetwood V8 864. It just doesn't sound pretty. No. David, you mentioned this one, the 89 Geo Metro. <laughs> Geo Metro, my gosh. That, that's still, make, people still make fun of that car. Yeah. 1982 Chevrolet Cavalier. Yep. 1980 Buick Skylark. Another one. 1987 Subaru Justy. You know, every one of these is just making me think that they're recycling the box as their design element, you know? Hey. Where did you go for your inspiration? Ah, oh, I looked at a box. How'd you know? 
1980 Oldsmobile Omega. I forgot about all these cars, to be quite honest with you. I looked it up just on the internet today. And yeah, they're mm-hmm. right. These are these are ugly, if you had one ugly of these, cars. Most likely it was a hoopty. Yeah, time. if you still have it, it's definitely a hoopty. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a relic hoopty if you still have it. <laughs> 1984 Ford Tempo. Ugh. <laughs> these are terrible cars. And the last one. Thank you. I thought it was impressive how terrible they are. 1982 Cadillac Cimarron. Ugh. And their names. The names are some of the worst parts. <laughs> those were the top ones. I just went through 10 hoopties of the 80s. So if you had nice. one of those, you most likely had a hoopty. And I'll see what I can do about pulling those images up and splashing them across the screen for the YouTube subscribers. Exactly. No, thank you, David. That would be awesome. So I want to talk about songs in the 80s. Okay. Hoopty songs? Well, or just songs with cars? Just songs with cars. Okay. I don't, I, maybe the audience, if someone knows of a Hoopty song, mm-hmm. then please share it. But I thought there were some cool songs that came out of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like one by The Cars Drive, which was 1984. Hey, the name says it all, The Cars. Dude, I'm going to buy a vet one day, and I'm going to jam to this song, Prince Little Red Corvette, yep. 1982. I sing this one all the time. I know you two too, David. I can't drive 55. No, I can't. Who do you think that was sung by? Sounds like Van Halen. Close. Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar. Play, you know, sung with for, the Van Halen. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, 1984. Yeah. Uh, Fast Cars by Tracy Chapman, 1988. Uh, Ronnie and the Daytonas, Little GTO, 1986. I got to say on the Sammy Hagar song, if my Uncle Gary were to happen to uh, hear this podcast or watch it, He'd be like, you should know this song. He quotes that, I can't drive 55 all the time. Great song. So. I'm telling you. Paul Simon, Cars are Cars, 1987. Mm-hmm. And David, this one will be your personal favorite. Uh, I'm going to name it, and I'm going to give you the title, and you tell me who sung it, In Love With My Car. In Love With My Car. It's a Queen. From A Night at the Opera, 1975. So we're stepping back into the 70s. Little splashback for Queen. So Exactly. The Ode. And some uh, video games that mm-hmm. were popular in the 80s that involved a vehicle. Do you remember Pole Position? Yes, we talked about that not one or two podcasts ago. That's right. 1982. RC Pro-Am. Nice. 1988. Uh, Hard Driven is another little race car game, 1989. My personal favorite, Spy Hunter. Yes. And then uh, Rad Racer. Oh, yeah. Well, then there were all the uh, Cruising California or Cruising USA car games from, I, th- I guess that's bredging into the 90s. Though, yeah, that's it? more yeah. 90s. That's okay. more 90s. But uh, that's my, my info on who. I just thought of another song, and man. Everybody's going to kick me on this one, but it's a, uh, uh, my Maserati goes 185. I lost my license. Now I don't drive. And you got to tell us who that is. Ah, you can't remember. It's it's right on the tip of my tongue and I'll remember it once we're not recording. So there you go. Put it in the comments. Whoever remembers it, put it in the comments. We want to read it. Yep. I'm sure somebody knows who it is. Ah, It just, it's. Just right there. It's driving me crazy. You remember back in high school, you had a Jeep. 
1988 Jeep That's Cherokee. Right. Now I wouldn't clear that a hoopty by any means, but uh, that was a that was a cool first car you had. It was a I I have to state I was very blessed. My that that was a when my parents moved from Wichita to Greeley, Colorado. We drove in a Lynx. Uh, I think it was a Buick Lynx. It was this tiny little POS. It was a hoopty. The engine block was cracked. The heater didn't work. Wow. And we were driving through a blizzard. And I can remember being frozen in the back uh, back seat of the car as we drove to Greeley. Somewhere after time after they got there, uh, it was winter time. They went out and bought that 1988 jeep cherokee it was gray i love that vehicle had uh two-tone seats on the inside cloth seats i think it was like a maroon and a black or a gray color on the inside i loved it now i drove it in uh, it was 2000 uh, 99 2000 when it went out but i, I drove it from uh time i turned 16 to then so i it was remember a great that. car i remember uh you had to replace, what was those little seals in the engine? We did it in auto shop together. Oh, they're the uh, freeze plugs on freeze the side plugs. of the That's engine. It has right. that straight six engine, four liter six, uh, straight six engine, and the freeze plugs rusted through, and all my antifreeze went all over the uh, uh, Kingwood High School parking lot. Thank you, Mr. Chadwick. You were one of the best teachers I've ever had. He was a cool teacher. No yes. kidding with that. Yeah, you're a great teacher. With that being said, we shared our first cars. I want to know, what was your first car? Yeah, please share it below. Was it a hoopty? Was it a nice car? It doesn't matter. It got you around, and you remember it. Exactly. Yeah. David, I see that you've brung us some really cool examples here. We've been talking about content for future podcasts. Yes, we have. I got a little from the past and a little from the future. We've taught, we both play instruments. That's right. We both uh, love to learn things like that. So uh, I sing. Music is uh, in our blood in a way to, as, as a way to uh, relax, uh, expand our minds, expand our abilities. So I've got a ukulele book, which I, I played guitar in high school, sing in the choir, uh, started learning ukulele last year. Don't, a long story. We'll get into it in that in that episode. And I also have here. We talked about Queen in one of our previous podcasts. We did. However, I specifically talked about Queen and this being one of the first CDs. This is the CD that I played when I was a kid. This is the Queen's Greatest Hits from 1981, Electra. Asylum Records, and I had talked about the fact that the CDs were different and they were made in West Germany. So it says right here at the bottom, Made in West Germany by Polygram, 1981, Electra Asylum Records. And you'll see that in the center, it's not clear. Like most CDs have clear uh, plastic centers and the outside kind of has a clear edge. This edge is, is uh, kind of chamfered on the end smoothed out and so this is we talked about it i wanted to show it i'll take a picture and uh so that you can see an enlargement of it queen dire straits is who sings i want my 
MTV, which money for nothing, money for nothing is the correct name for the song. Uh, Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms album. And here is the Hear the Light Volume 2. You can see Not for Sale for review and promotion purposes only. Sale prohibited by law. Ownership and all rights reserved. Polygram Classic Inc. Wow. So mine, Dude, those are some relics. Yeah. The, the first, the title track on this, Michael Sambello Maniac. Wow. It's great. It's got Visage, Fade to Gray, Star Wars main theme, uh, Irene Cara, Fame, Eric Clapton, Lay Down Sally, Cool in the Gang, Joanna, the uh, Statler Brothers, Atlanta Blue. Uh, Let's see here. There's a whole bunch more, but I could go on. There's uh, some uh, cool stuff. 13 tracks on this. So cool it's, in the gang. it's a great variety album to listen to. And I loved listening to this. Everything from soundtrack tunes to rock and oldies. What is so, that over there? That, that last one you got? This last one, an amazing album by an amazing artist, Elton John, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Ooh, Sir Elton John. Now, what I think is funny about this is these being some of the original CDs that were being manufactured and sold 1984 on the production for the CD 1973 on the original album. Wow. Is they put it in two completely separate cases because they hadn't come out with a double case yet. So, yeah, that's cool. It's just like you would have gotten it on uh, the LP. Of course, I think it was a two LP or even for, or multi LP record, uh, at the time of release. Dude, that's some cool relics, yeah, man. I'm impressed. Thank you for bringing to, that. Uh, wanted to connect a little to the, our future and a little to the past. So there you go, man. Fantastic. David, let's end this bad boy. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Dudes in Kansas show. We're, uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Podbeam. We're on iTunes. Uh, iTunes podcast. We're on Google Play podcast you can find us in all those locations subscribe give us some comments help us improve be positive we hope that we brought some entertainment some laughter and some knowledge to your week and i don't know what else to say than that then just have a wonderful week and i hope to see you next week definitely see you then see you thank you and david see you, thank you 